Religio Sanity, episode 43. Yes. Back with Pastor Andrew. You know, I, I wanted to ask you, this whole quarantining thing that we're going through right now, mm-hmm. you know, of course there's historical precedent for it with um, most recently the Spanish flu. and Yeah. yeah. But what about it in the Bible and mm-hmm. other ancient texts? It's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it, it certainly feels these days that, uh, you know, because of uh, the limits of actually curing it or having a cure and, and so on, we need to go back into quarantine. Uh, that's ancient way of dealing with uh, infections or contagious uh, diseases and uh, that is uh, how it feels and of course you have uh, examples of that uh, in ancient times uh, infectious diseases uh, were around and interestingly it is also present in in the bible and even quarantine rules are mm. discussed in great detail. For instance, uh, you have uh, the whole two chapters dedicated to it in the book of Leviticus, oh. where they are dealing with what is uh, translated from Hebrew as uh, leprosy. Right. Oh, and lepers. Uh, there is a lot of discussion whether it is uh, exactly the, the right way of rendering it or how, how exactly to translate that. Uh, there is uh, an Hebrew term for it, of course, Sara'at, which is not corresponding with our modern understanding of leprosy or, to be more precise, uh, Hansen's disease. Uh, with Mikom- Which is still around, I'm imagining. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is still around. It is being suppressed because, of course, uh, that's a, a nasty uh, bacterial illness. Uh, it's not only a skin disease. It's a total disease, you know. Uh, and uh, it's Mycobacterium leprae. It's uh, the culprit there that's uh, somehow similar to tuberculosis mm. also. Uh, so it's, it's a serious illness. Uh, in the Hebrew Bible, there are the great discussions about it. You know, is it it? Isn't it it? Uh, the, the pathological image of that, as it is being described in the Bible, does not fit that neatly. But at the same time, you know, back then people were not stupid. And if they were taking these major steps in quarantining, uh, simplified or their way of quarantining, they probably knew why they were doing it. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that this was necessarily uh, necessarily Hansen's disease, but uh, it was uh, transmittable. 
Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they would not go through this uh, quarantine, the, the quarantine yeah. business uh, and, and that pain associated mm-hmm. with it as we are experiencing it right now. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I don't think that they were stupid. So they, they knew that what they were doing, uh, that there might be certain prejudices and uh, folk explanations there and, and so on and so forth around it. But uh, I, I, I think that the general understanding was right. They understood that it was uh, transmissible and that the best way of dealing with it was by separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is in Leviticus, I think chapter 13, 14 or somewhere there, uh, it is described in great detail, you, you know, how, and because back then the only professionals available to them were priests, you know, those were the people more or less educated, able to read uh, and so on. So the priests were charged with administering and uh, observing this quarantine. So, to, you know, people would come to them, they would be observed, uh, investigated, those lesions would be uh, compared with the model described uh, there, and based upon it, they'll be either quarantined or put uh, into uh, short-term quarantine or long-term quarantine. You know, they'll be put under investigation or observation for a week. Uh, then they would return for another uh, assessment uh, and and so on um, until there was certainty and then they would be either put under quarantine, uh, excluded from the rest of the society completely uh, or would be pronounced uh, clean or healthy, we would Mm -hmm. say these days, and and return back. Uh, It is, of course, associated with religious language there and and so on and so forth, Uh, mostly of the purity nature, you know, Mm -hmm. pure, impure and these kind of things, uh, which complicate the thing a little bit further. But I think that generally, as I said, uh, you you know, we we assume that ancient people were stupid. They were not. They, They were just as intelligent as we are in average. And, and if they were doing something and, and giving so much uh, attention to it, they probably had good reasons. They mm-hmm. might not have all of it uh, in a row and absolutely understood, but uh, it, it worked for them and clearly worked for them relatively well. So I would don't, the, you know, there are different people in, in commentaries and dictionaries and as well saying, oh, this is not Hansen disease because, uh, you, you know, the manifestation of it is more like an eczema or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, uh, and other uh, skin diseases. Um, yeah, that might be partly under some of those uh, manifestations there, but uh, I, I would bet it was infectious. Uh, and so that's, that, that's one uh, of my observations. The other observation I, I would like to make is that generally one of the reasons why they are saying it, it was not Hansen's disease, uh, you know, what is the scientific name for uh, leprosy, uh, is because it does not fit or it did not fit uh, time-wise. Uh-huh. Uh, considering when we 
generally, you know, Bible presents itself being written, there was uh, no leprosy at that time in that region. You know, leprosy is, or, or Hansen's disease, is an ancient scourge. But uh, at the time when Bible presents itself being written, there was no leprosy there. Uh, it came much later. But that is a very interesting coincidence because uh, we've discussed that a number of times that uh, Bible projects itself being written much older than actually it was. Mm -hmm. And here is another confirmation of it. Mm. You know, if you have in the Torah, in the books of law, preserve this detail yeah. <laughs> dealing with leprosy, uh, it tells me that that was a uh, major issue in the society. And major issue in the society, it was, interestingly, around the Persian time and into Hellenistic times. Mm. And that is the time when leprosy starts to appear mm -hmm in that part of the world, mm -hmm. which is a very interesting coincidence. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, uh, I, I mentioned that in, uh, in the Hebrew Bible, that they have two, two chapters dedicated uh, to, to leprosy. Uh, many, many verses. Okay. Uh, if you want to have it distilled into few sentences, you know, what is the content of those two chapters? Yeah. By just uh, researching something else about the Persians, uh, when, when, when we talked about it and, and so on, uh, if you remember like, I don't know, 10 episodes ago or something like that, I came across uh, a quotation from Herodotus again, the Greek historian and geographer, who is writing about the Persians. Mm -hmm. uh, and he writes, the citizens of Persian Empire who has leprosy or the wide sickness may not come into town or concert with other Persians. They say that he is so afflicted because he has sinned to some vice against the sun. Many drive every stranger who takes such a disease out of the country, and so they do to the white doves for the reason after this. Mm. So here you have, in just two longer sentences, yeah, exactly. uh, the, the more or less of what those two chapters, yeah. uh, not exactly, you know, but it contains that. So here you have the quarantine rules that yeah. are mentioned there. Uh, uh, extradition, you know, or expulsion from the society. And you have here also uh, some kind of superstition associated with, with it. Uh, over here, it is uh, associated with white doves, because it was uh, back then, uh, this transmittable disease was associated with wider lesions on a skin. And uh, so white doves were banned uh, f from that region. 
also. Uh, in the Hebrew Bible, it's not associated with, uh, with uh, doves, but in Hebrew Bible, there is a leprosy of objects and leprosy of textiles and leprosy of buildings. Mm. And, you know, uh, that might be that the bacteria might be kept there, but they were really looking for white spots on the walls or discoloration on clothings and, and so on. So it is beyond, it's beyond uh, that uh, what we would con consider as being an epidemiological steps towards, you, you know, uh, destroying uh, potential infectious material, you know, or mm -hmm. whatever was infected, uh, like doorknobs and handles these days, mm -hmm. you know. So, but it was associated with superstition. You know, whiteness means uh, be careful. Uh, but, you know, now living in New York City, uh, and seeing how silly some people uh, treat this whole uh, problem with COVID-19, uh, wearing rubber gloves everywhere, uh, yeah. for instance, which uh, does not make much sense unless you really know what you are doing. Yeah. Uh, because that COVID can persist on those gloves. Uh, you can cross-contaminate from the gloves anything. They are not antibacterial or anti-germ gloves, uh, yeah. um, most often. So, um, the, you have here this kind of very funny mixture of uh, prejudice, superstition, uh, mm -hmm. scientific observation, uh, like it is in Herodotus, just like it is in, uh, in Leviticus. Yeah. You know, so they were, uh, they were uh, banning, uh, burning clearly clothes, uh, which they considered to be infected with that illness. Uh, you know, clothes cannot be infected per se. They can be carriers, contaminated. And, and you know, uh, limiting contact with them makes sense. But the criteria are definitely not that they are becoming white or are discolored. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here you have exactly that kind of overlapping uh, superstition and misunderstandings, but at the same time, good guesses, you know, recognizing that this is not only passed from person to person. You can get contaminated, you know, you can get uh, infected by contaminated things. Mm -hmm. So, or by contaminated uh, animals, mm -hmm. you know, like it is here with the birds. Uh, probably not exactly uh, the way they thought, you know, it's a magical thinking behind it to some degree. But there is a good hunch, you know, that they are getting it, at least some of it are getting right. So, the, 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 this is the, the way it was in, uh, in the Hebrew Bible, and of course it persisted. It was not anything specific for Hebrew Bible. Uh, it is well documented, as we see in Herodotus and elsewhere, that they, they kept that uh, in, in place. Um, and, uh, and so, people who wear lepers, you know, who were recognized as lepers. Most often those were some kind of disfiguring uh, mm -hmm. skin diseases and so on. That, that's generally kind of putting you off, 
by by simply nature of the affliction yeah uh, they were shunned they were pushed away from communities they were setting up their own villages uh, they were forbidden to get in contact with uh, with the rest of the population uh, they had to warn uh, strangers approaching them that mm -hmm. they are lepers they had to declare it about themselves and warn them in advance so that they would not people would not come too close to them so really they were in place uh, strict quarantine rules I, I would say even stricter than we have right now mm -hmm. uh, and um, you know, that, that was for a very long time the only way uh, people were dealing with uh, leprosy. Uh, and in, in New Testament, uh, you have a number of times uh, Jesus interacting with uh, people with leprosy. Uh, being uh, asked to help, to, to cleanse them. Here we have again that language, uh, which is yeah. coming mostly from the theology and morality uh, area, but often is used, you know, especially for skin disease. Yeah, <laughs> you can use it even these days, and in, almost in scientific articles, you know, or more popularizing articles, you know. But, yeah. but you know, having a clean skin is used until now yeah yeah you know so uh, uh and jesus being approached by them and cleansing them interestingly by touching them and that is definitely breaking this uh quarantine rules and afterwards uh we have the records that uh when that became by known uh that that he touched uh the leper he, he was unable to come to, to those villages, to those towns. <laughs> and, and, you know, I was going through a number of commentaries and no one is actually mentioning it. But so then, how do you know? How, how does how is that known that he wasn't able to go to those towns? It is written in in the gospel. Oh, wow. <laughs> in the gospel, it is written that you, you know that there was a leper asked for healing. Jesus uh, touched him. Uh, and then uh, he asked that person to go to the priest to be recognized as healed after yeah. he was healed because that was the pr pr proper procedure. Yeah. Like, you, you, you know, you don't, when you were in quarantine, you need to go through certain steps mm -hmm. to be taken off that quarantine, to be declared publicly healed. Mm -hmm. And they had a procedure for it, you know, going from Leviticus. Mm -hmm. You know, so that they had to go to priests, they had to be recognized as healed, they have to offer offerings for that, and then they can re-enter mm -hmm. the society. You know, it, it all makes absolutely good sense. You know, even in these days, that is that would be the best strategy. And that is why, why some people are saying, you know, for certain areas, like for the nursing homes and, and so on, having those uh, passports declaring people uh, um, that they had uh, COVID and now uh, have uh, uh, antibodies and, yeah. and they, can, they cannot be reinfected or there is a big discussion about that, you know. But uh, having these passports, uh, it, it makes very good sense, you know. Of, uh, and in a similar way, that was back then, yeah. you know, that you were declared 
cure cured and you can re-enter the society. So Jesus asked that and asked him not to tell how he was healed. Oh no, he would not stop t t talking about it. And so Jesus, by simply association, got into a quarantine situation himself. And, and so the, even though the, this person was healed, they were like, well, how do we know that Jesus is not unclean? No, no, he definitely touched that person bef right. before that person was declared <laughs> yeah. healed. Yeah. Yeah. So he was contaminated. Right. You know, he was infected or definitely it deserved for him to be caution, in, in caution. quarantine. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like we have now with COVID for 14 days. Jesus was shunned and, and he was unable to enter their villages. That's, I'm now almost literally quoting yeah. what is in the gospel. The oldest would be Mark, of course, yeah. you know. So Jesus was unable to uh, enter and people needed to go after him outside. Wow. And I was checking different commentaries and they would never mention these kind of aspects That's of so quarantine and, and other things. But it is clearly behind it. And our today's experience actually is giving us better insight, right. you know, how it was. Because uh, frankly, quarantines in, in modern times were really for very small section of society. You know, really, uh, partly for tuberculosis, partly for uh, uh, leprosy, yeah. for Hansen disease, and similar illnesses. But to my best knowledge, these quarantine, uh, complete secluded either islands or... Uh, that was predominantly only for leprosy. Mm. And if in, in an, like uh, permanent structures, permanent arrangements right. and, and so on, that was predominantly only for leprosy mm -hmm. and and they, they they existed until very very recently but those were only small slivers of society you know very mm -hmm. very small section of society well while now we we all have experience definitely right. in new york city yeah, uh, yeah you know with with the quarantine yeah. rules and uh, all other things uh, which are for new york city relatively relaxed frankly right. definitely better than in france or elsewhere uh, or more relaxed than in some areas, uh, because that would be almost unmanageable to do that uh, the, the way it is done out in the countryside or yeah. in some other countries, because you know you cannot do it in in this densely populated uh, megapolis. Uh, it's it's it, it would not be practical. Yeah. Uh, you know, pe people need to go shopping. People yeah, yeah, <laughs> need yeah. to, 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 to get around. You know, we cannot live in our small cubicles because we would go really crazy. Mm -hmm. the, you know, parks still need to be open and people need to be allowed to go while observing social or physical distancing. Mm -hmm. But going into a park to, so that they can have a gulp of fresh air and a little bit of physical uh, exercise yeah. uh, and, and so on. But returning back, you know, this is actually giving us a very good insight into that kind of way of thinking. So here you have uh, Jesus first uh, breaking the rule of quarantine by touching that leper. Yeah. And then observing the rule of quarantine by not going into the, the yeah. town or village, uh, staying apart, staying away while he is going through what 
could be called like observation or waiting it out until yeah. he is able to return back. Yeah. And uh, that that is very very interesting, you, you yeah. know. And and it's I would say it it can be almost like a model for uh, for the Christian approach to this hysteria around uh, COVID uh, infection and, yes. and other things. So there, I can be uh, an agent of rehumanization of people where nice. I can be a person to break the isolation of others uh, it's th the Bible is encouraging it yeah. Jesus is showing us to do that yeah but at the same time there he could be a source of infection or or, or even or danger or, or even anxiety. Uh, anxiety, yeah, uh, uh, causing some uh, mass. So he scaring. is stepping. He is stepping back, and he is uh, respecting yeah. that the, the, those rules. So uh, and and doing it by sending that healed leper to uh, to the proper procedures. You know, yeah. show yourself to a priest to be reintroduced to the society. That needs to be respected because you know being healed physically is all right but it's only one step into mm. being uh, reintegrated to society you need to take that other step where you are recognized as healed and mm. and not a danger any longer mm. so that's 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 another and then next next is that jesus simply being viewed as contaminated he, he was not but being viewed as contaminated uh, respects that and rather than scaring people is uh, stepping aside and uh, those who want to see him, they can definitely do that because we hear in the next verse that the people were uh, coming out to see him. Uh, but he is not himself invading that village mm -hmm. or you know going there to... Uh, cause anxiety to those people who might not be interested mm -hmm. you know or mm -hmm. who might be too uh, scared or too fearful right. uh, of of of, uh, of that infection yeah so yeah. i i i find it really very interesting and i'm preparing to preach about it uh, yeah. the, 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 this sunday because it's a multi-layer it can inform it can show us a model of course you, you, you know the, there is all that superstition and uh, and you know uh <laughs> 2000 plus years old science i'm putting yeah. it into quotation marks yeah you, you know but again there are very good observations you know yeah. And, yeah. and i i find it really fascinating it so, is fascinating do you remember when princess diana mm -hmm. hugged the lepers i heard about it yes but we were just preoccupied in my part of the world with uh, emerging from communism <laughs> yeah. and so on but uh no uh I, I think that I heard about it. Uh, I, I heard about the shock uh, associated with it. Yes. But uh, at the same time, that's, uh, you know, Jesus is showing us that it is a very natural thing to do for yeah. people who have feelings. Uh, yeah. And uh, I can't help but think that that has to be directly related. Like, you know what I mean? Like the idea that had to have been in her mind. And, and you have other models, really. You know, uh, the Father Damien of Molokai, 
mm-hmm. is coming to my mind and uh, it's a saint in Roman Catholic Church and, and he simply came to Molokai, uh, one of the Hawaiian islands and upon which was a lep- uh, leper colony yeah. uh, on one peninsula completely secluded and cut off from the rest of the island and uh, he came to that island as a missionary and v- ventured uh, to the part where the lepers were and realized uh, what the conditions were there. They were just being dumped there uh, to die. And and uh, he was so moved uh, that uh, he uh, started to seriously care for them, help them to organize, build a church there. Uh, and uh, he functioned outside of that colony as well on that mm-hmm. island. And, you know, I visited some of his churches he built for the just regular folks Mm -hmm. but his heart was with those lepers there and uh, and cared for them uh, made sure that uh, the outside world would not forget about uh, that uh, leper colony there and uh, he eventually got uh, infected himself Mm. and died of uh, leprosy Mm. uh, later on Uh, in the end of 19th century, I think, like 1989 or something like mm. that. Yeah. And uh, that leprosy was functioning until recently. Mm. It's still there as, an, um, uh, as a national park. Mm. And I think that through 60s and even early 70s, uh, there were still remaining people who lived there mm. uh, being in quarantine. Yeah, but but here you have an example of of uh, of another saint uh, yeah. uh, recognized by Roman Catholic Church as such, uh, who uh, was deeply touched and and cared for people yeah. in in that plight. And uh, I, I I think that uh, that is an uh, a marvelous part. Uh, of being human, that you can get moved yes. to do things for others, even though it may put you in uh, at risk, yeah. In, yeah, into a risky situation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that's the story of Jesus, that's the story of uh, princes, that's the story of the saint. Yeah. Uh, the general rules of quarantine are well-established, uh, we saw them dating back two and a half thousand years. That'll be roughly where I would, uh, or maybe 2,300 years or something like that, where I would put uh, writing of Leviticus or its final edition with mm-hmm. these two chapters. Uh, so they are well-established, relatively well uh, understood. Uh, there are different levels of quarantining and, and so on. It all makes sense. Yeah. But there should be always space for humanity of getting through it. Yes. There should be a way for people to act as they think is appropriate for them to preserve humanity, their shared humanity, to behave towards the suffering the way 
we would like to be treated ourselves if we are suffering, yes. for instance. And uh, so uh, I, I, I would say keeping quarantine is important, but not getting uh, these uh, hysterias or neuroses uh, to the point that we forget of uh, being human. Yes. And and occasionally, or for those special ones who are prepared to bear the burden of quarantine on themselves, like Jesus did, allowing them to break those rules for the reasons only Holy Spirit knows. Yes. And uh, you, you know, so that 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 would be uh, that that would be my view of it. So quarantine. Yes, a good arrangement in human society for thousands of years. But at the same time, don't forget to be human. And, you know, don't break it easily and out of a whim or for your own personal uh, uh, advantage mm -hmm. or whatever. But if, 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 if you need to reach out, if you feel being called... To, to touch the leper, mm. like Jesus did, like princes did, like Damien did. I, I, I think that you should rather do that. Yes. If you are being called to do it. Yes. So then there might be consequences. That's right. But... Uh, and face those consequences. Yes. And... and humanize that relationship. But Bring it back yes. to, to, to where it should be. So yes. that we are not all atomized, broken into the islands of selfish, quarantining people. Yes. A great place to leave it. Thank you. Until next time. Mm -hmm.